The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. This is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for viewing today's broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes each and every week with the living word of God. Today, I began a new lesson entitled, Are You Growing? Not only is it a title, it's also a question. Are you growing? Praise the Lord. The scripture talks about growing up in God in many different places. So it is the desire and the will of God that we grow from infant stage to full-grown adults in the kingdom of God. Paul puts it this way. Paul says, when I was a child, I spake as a child, thought as a child, and reasoned as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. It's time for us in the body of Christ to grow up to full, mature people of God so we can push God's assignment and God's agenda. Praise the Lord. Now, stay tuned. The lesson is going to be a blessing to you today. And I'll be back after the lesson with some more exciting announcements. God bless you. In other words, your salvation your, is perfected, it's mature, but you got to go after it. You just can't be lackadaisical, oh, I'll just go, you know, oh, I'll listen to the word today, oh, I don't, maybe, maybe I'll just take a couple weeks off, oh, I'll go every now and then. No, you got to go after it. You go after other things, you go after other people when you like them, you go after other things when you like it, you go after careers, you go after all these things. Peter's saying you have to go after the word. Like it's, it's your everything. And when you're sitting in church and the taught word, you ought, you ought to just go ahead and slap somebody that try to interrupt you. Did he say slap him? Yeah, I said slap him. Somebody trying to get your attention when the word is going forth, leave me alone. You cannot pull that bottle out of a baby's mouth when they drink. They'll go with the bottle. They had that thing suctioned so tight that you are not going to pull it out of their mouth. Some of us, man, we come in here and your answer and the wisdom and what you need to grow. You sitting back there carrying on a conversation with somebody. You talk about what you're going to do later on. You ain't trying to grow. No, I'm leaned in, man. Whenever I hear the word of God, I don't want to be interrupted. Leave me alone. Act like I'm not here. I'm on the mission. I'll talk to you later. That's what I'm saying. You got to get this in you, man. Go after it like the sincere milk of the word. The word is my lifeline. It is like my life support system. If they remove the word, doot, 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 die. Because the word is that important. And see, we got to stop living from. And then we got to use the paddles on you. 
you come in here and we got to, you know, we got to be swinging from the chandeliers and all that kind of stuff. You to get your, your, uh, your, your excitement back. Boom. We just had to resuscitate you. Do, 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 do. No, we shouldn't be living from resuscitation to resuscitation. We should be living upon the word all the time. Are y'all getting this today? But see, you got to put a value. You got to put a high price on the word. Got to put a high price on the word. Amen. All right, let's go a little further. Y'all all right? Okay, got a few more minutes. Ephesians 4. Let's go to Ephesians 4. Just talking about what does scripture say about growing up? What, I mean, what does God expect, uh, expect of us once we're born again? Can we stay the same? Should we stay the same? Then why are we staying the same? Why are you still dealing with the same stuff every year? Cyclical. You after God for the first eight weeks of the year, and in the last 44 weeks of the year, you're hanging on. January come around again. Oh, I'm 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 gonna do it this year, man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm going after. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Eight weeks, flatline again. I mean, that's enough enough. You know, two or three years of that. But we have people doing it all the time. Ephesians four. Ephesians four. Before I read this, go ahead and turn to your neighbor. And say he's teaching a good lesson, even though you ain't saying nothing today. Y'all looking like. He is not talking about me. <coughs> All right, here. Look at this, verse 14. Ephesians 4, 14. You there? Amen. That we henceforth be no more what? Children. No more what? Children. Children tossed, how? To and fro. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. You ever been uh, out and, you, and the wind is blowing pretty strong and some leaves will get off the tree and that leaf will just come, you kind of float down like this and then all of a sudden the wind will go another way and that leaf will go like this, go back this way until it hits the ground. That's what he's talking about here. He said when you, when you remain a child, you just go with whatever is uh, blowing, whatever wind of doctrine is happening in the body of Christ. So it could be a doctrine of whatever, you're going to blow that way. It's a doctrine of whatever, you're going to blow that way. And so what you do is, when you don't find that in your local assembly, then you travel from conference to conference because your local assembly is not giving you what you want to hear. So you got you to you blow this way. Or it's a breakthrough conference in uh, Virginia Beach. You there. It's a breakthrough conference in Roanoke. You there. It's a breakthrough conference in Washington, D.C. Oh, you there. Breakthrough conference in Baltimore, you there. Breakthrough conference in Raleigh, you there. You done gone to all these breakthrough conferences and still haven't broken through. Amen. How many breakthrough conferences you got to go through before you break through? Amen. Amen. Come on, now. No, y'all, come on, don't, hear my heart. No, really, how many breakthrough conferences you got to go to before you break through? Now, you done went to seven breakthrough conferences this year already. And it still hadn't grown up. Something is wrong. 
Because if there's a breakthrough word, you can get your breakthrough right now. And breakthrough is not about the manifestation of the thing. The breakthrough is about the breakthrough on the inside of you that you can receive it and conceive it. That's your breakthrough. Because once you receive it and conceive it and you can begin to see it and then you begin to say it, you are already broken through. But you're looking for a manifestation, which you which you off anyway, because your break, your manifestation doesn't prove that uh, doesn't, the manifestation is not the breakthrough. The manifestation is a result of the breakthrough that has happened previously. Because I know they, they, they used it in breakthrough conferences. The, the Bible says the word will make you free. Amen. The truth that so that means you know what you can have a breakthrough conference in your own living room. Right. What? Oh, yeah. You can have a breakthrough. You get in that word and get revelation. Ow! Yeah. Breakthrough. Yeah. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't spend no money in gas. Right. You ain't spend no money in no hotel room. Right. But yet you got a breakthrough. Amen. Amen. <laughs> ah. Praise God. Let's go back to scripture. Y'all look like y'all need the scripture. But it said, be no more children, because children are tossed. Children will go with whatever is exciting. You see, ever seen the child? They'll drop a toy in a, in a hot minute, and they go to something else. I thought she was playing it. I don't want to play it no more. <laughs> well, put it up. They put it up, they go to something else. They play that for seven, eight minutes, they drop that. You don't play? No, I don't play that no more. I don't do this. I don't watch TV. I don't play video games. They always moving. You ever notice? Right. Always moving. And I know you. You know your, your teachers understand, especially at a young age, because they have a low attention span. You got you got to switch it up, man. You got to switch it up. All right, stand up. Do some jumping jacks. All right, sit down. Now you focus about five more minutes. <laughs> oh, really? And you and you got and there's people that come in here. People come in and y'all y'all and y'all see like. Messing with your hair. <laughs> Turning the Bibles. And I'm like, what in the, ain't nothing in the chair, what's going on? <laughs> but you can't sit still for 15 minutes and stay focused. So now we got to have all kinds of antics and shouts and this and that to keep your, keep your attention span. Talking to this person, talking to that person, passing the mint. Passing the gum, showing the picture on the phone. Send it. <laughs> Toss to and fro. Amen. We got the week. We got the week. Month out of month. Month out of month. Year after year. Year after year. No maturity. Toss to and fro. Ah, right, let's come on. Let's go. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and covenant cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love may what? Grow up. Shout it. Shout it. Shout it. Shout it. Grow up into him in all things which is the head even what? Christ. All right. Let's go a little further. Two more scriptures and I'll let you go. Hebrews chapter 5. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 5. Scripture say a whole lot about growing up, doesn't it? Man. 
God receives me as I am. He does. But he wants you to change. Amen. He wants you to grow. Amen. Notice, isn't it amazing that when the scripture talks about Jesus, the scripture says Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with uh, God and man. Even Jesus had to grow. Now, if Jesus had to grow, don't you think we have to grow? He said he grew. There was a certain time that he had to grow to, a certain place he had to grow to for God, can, for God to release him in his ministry. You've got to remember, Jesus was confounding the religious folk at age 12. He was in the temple and they were scratching their heads saying, where in the world did this boy get all this wisdom? But notice he didn't go into ministry the next day. He went back home with his mother and his father. Until the time was come where God released him in his ministry. And the voice of heaven said, this is my beloved son, S-O-N. This is my beloved son, S-O-N. Receive him or in him I am well pleased. He went into ministry. So if Jesus had to matriculate and grow, then we're required to matriculate and grow. Amen. Got it? I said Hebrews 5, right? Okay. Look at verse number 12. Hebrews 5, 12. You there? Amen. It says, for when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. Notice this now. Now, there's no, no problem being taught again. But notice this. Teach again, which be the first principles. So, you should be teaching somebody else, but now somebody got to take you all the way back to the beginning. Amen. And instruct you. And he says it of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Meat for everyone that use milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. Wow. He is a what? Babe. babe. Then he says here, but strong meat belongs to them that are full age. Shout full age today. Full age. Come on, shout full age. full age. That's another way of saying maturity. Shout, I'm growing. I'm growing. So full age. Full age. Amen. He says strong meat belongs to them that are full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So people who are skilled in meat and of full age, they know how to discern, is this good or is this evil? See, unskilled people go after everything. If it looks good, let me have it. But it could be wrapped. It, uh, that good could be, could be the wrapping of something that's designed to take you down. Come on. But look at verse number, uh, chapter number 6, verse 1. Therefore... Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection or maturity, not laying again the foundation of these particular things. So the Bible says there come a time in your life you should be teaching others. You should be mentoring others. Amen. You should be pulling others up to where you are. Amen. But it comes a point where you haven't grown to that place. You got, you got to have somebody still teaching you. Now, again, we should be taught. We always, we never stop learning. Don't get out of your mind if you think you're going to learn everything before you get up out of here. Amen. 
because you're not. I'm going to bust your bubble. You're not. You are still ignorant in some things. I'm still ignorant in some things, but I'm always growing. So the moment you think you know it all, move in by yourself. Don't tell nobody where you are because you're going to frustrate a whole lot of people. Man, I can't stand know-it-alls. I used to be one, too. I did. I did. You can ask her. I used to be a know-it-all. I was an architect. I was an engineer. I was a plumber, electrician. I was uh, the uh, yard maintenance, you know, the, the lawn care man. I was a mechanic. I was a doctor. I was a dentist. You know why? Because I had a poverty mentality. I didn't want to spend no money on co-pays. She had some symptoms. She said, I'm going to the doctor. You don't need to go to no doctor. By his stripes, you're healed. <laughs> I did. Heal people don't go to the doctor. Heal people act like they're well. She said, let me tell you something. If this thing don't clear up tomorrow, I'm going to the doctor. And she took herself on to the doctor, too. I'm not kidding you. Just drink some tea, some honey. <laughs> Need to find some sassafras root around here. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about no sassafras root, do you? Who knows about sassafras root? Man, my grandmother said, go out there, boy, get some sassafras root. I go out there and dig around, and I smell it. I can tell it by the smell. It had a certain smell to it. I bring that root back in there. She had a nice pot on the stove, big old pot, one of them uh, green, them, them collard green pots. I'm on a collard green pot, and she had scrubbed that, that piece of root, and she had, she had slid it a little bit, and she had dumped it down in that boiling water, and that thing would just start cooking it, and that aroma just filled the whole kitchen. And she said, come here, boy. She'd give me a glass of that sassafras root, boy. About an uh, hour and a half later, I'm back, I'm back up 100%. <laughs> Y'all ain't never been there. Gone. Beyond. I'm gone here. I just watched that sassafras We can get some sassafras root. <laughs> I'm going to the doctor. I'm getting me a prescribed medication. And it was, it was nothing about her faith or anything like that. It's just I was trying to keep her in bondage because of my poverty mentality. And then when we had children, and the first time Anthony wouldn't feel it, she said, let me tell you something. <laughs> you might have faith. But I tell you what, if he's, if he's not feeling well, we're going to check it out with the doctor. I said, okay, I, 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 you know, I relinquished. You know, I've, 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 I've grown from a poverty mentality. And so now she said, you know, I think we should call the doctor. I call the doctor. They say, come in. We come in. I, ain't I just take the boy in. I, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Prayer is good, but you got to, you know, use other assistances, assistance to your faith. Amen. I mean, I'm not in faith because I go to the doctor. I'm in faith. I don't believe in them in no way. Amen. I believe God. I was going to be a doctor until I went to biology class. <laughs> and they gave me that dead frog. <laughs> I'm doing the frog like this. <laughs> you got to peel it, you know, you to peel the chest out and then put the stick pins in it. <laughs> Man, I was like, no, nah, career change. Because <laughs> if I can't handle the insides of a frog, I know I'm done with a human. And y'all don't want me to be a doctor either. All right, come on, let's get back to scripture. Can y'all get five more minutes? Five more minutes, okay. All right. 
Ah, praise the Lord. Okay. Verse number one again, uh, not laying again or moving on to perfection or maturity. Last scripture, and then we'll go. All right. First John 4. First John 4. <clears throat> Shout, I'm heading to full growth. Yes, indeed. Full growth. That means maturity. First John 4. And we know it. We owe it to one another to change. Amen. You owe it to your fellow believer to be better. You owe it to your spouse. You owe it to your children. Mothers, you owe it to your children to be better. Amen. Better mothers. I'm just doing the best I can. We'll do better. Because you can. I'm not faulting anything you did before you got revelation. But because you, you did the best you can. But once you get revelation, change. Amen. And I make, make a difference if your children are grown either. You, sometimes you might have to go to them and say, you know what? Hey, I, I did the best I could, but I did some things out of order. I did some things wrong. I know better now. Just want to apologize. I want to give you the right information so you don't duplicate the same thing that I did. Amen. Don't sit back with information and let your child go and bump their head against the wall. What is that? They gone now. They out the house. Shoot. I didn't transform that room. That's my office now. They gone. They, they on their own. You never stop being a parent. Praise the Lord. They always should be able to come back home. That's just my, that's my belief. You might, not, you might not believe like that with me. But I believe they should always be able to come back home. They should always pick up the phone and say, hey, mom, dad, you know, I want to come back home just for a season. I need to regroup, whatever. Or I left prematurely. I need to come on back home. Amen. So if you got to move your desk out, put that bed back in there, then so be it. Y'all looking at me real funny. <laughs> well, really, a lot of that has to do with, that, a lot of that could be connected to a positive mentality. Because once they're gone, you connect, you're calculating one less mouth. Two less loads of clothes. Lecture bill less. <laughs> and you're thinking, now they come back home. Now, I'm, now they come back home. I already spent that money. <laughs> now they come back home, they, they, don't, they don't have to pay me something. <laughs> come on, let's go to scripture. <laughs> First John 4, this is Mother's Day. I want y'all to enjoy y'all lunch. Verse 15, 1 John 4, 15, then I'm done. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, notice this, because as he is, so are we where? In this world. Where? In this world. Say it again. In this world. As he is, so are we. Where? In this world. One more time. In this world. Notice you're not like him when you get there. Amen. You're supposed to be like him here. 
As he is, so are we where? In the world. So it's a bunch of, it's supposed to be a bunch of little Jesuses all around. Boy, I wish I could have been in the day, you know, you hear people, I wish I could have been in the day of Jesus. I could have, I wish I would have walked with him as he walked and he healed and he did miracles and fed the 5,000. I wish I was on the, on, the, on the hillside with him. Oh, what a wonderful experience the disciples had. And we don't have that experience. Yes, you can. You walk with Jesus every day. And we're supposed to represent him. As he is, so are we. Shout this. As he is, so am I. In the world. Say it again. As he is, so am I. In the world. So before you get up out of here, you're supposed to be like Jesus. The sooner the better. Not sooner getting out of here. The sooner you be like Jesus, the better. I'm not trying to kill nobody. You hear what I'm saying? But notice, notice the magnitude of that. That you mean to tell me I can be like him right here in the world. Ambassadors, representatives of Christ right here in the world. You and I. That's our responsibility. We started off Romans 8. We are predestined to be conformed in his image. So as he is, so are we in the earth. Praise the Lord. I told you that today's lesson was going to be a blessing to your life. Now, listen, I wasn't able to put the entire series on today's broadcast simply because of a limited amount of time. But what I've done is I've put the entire series in a four CD or four DVD set to get into your faith library. You know what? I really want you to get this message. So I've drastically discounted the price. And so you can get a four CD set for $20 plus shipping and handling or a four DVD set for $30 plus shipping and handling. And we'll rush it out to you so you can hear this word over and over again. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you can't get everything in one setting. You can't get everything by hearing it one time. You need to put it into your hearing over and over again so you can receive the revelation and the knowledge that comes from the word of God. Now, the Bible says we should grow up. And sometimes we need to be challenged and we need to have instructions on how to do just that. And I'm telling you, the lessons in this series would do just that. It will draw upon the potential that you have on the inside of you, that potential for greatness, and cause you to want to do more for the kingdom of God. So call that number now, write us and let us know, and we'll rush this out to you. Four CD set for $20 plus shipping and handling, or four DVD set for $30 plus shipping and handling. And boy, we'll get it out to you, and your life will never, ever be the same. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. 
We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.